Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Hey, Lulu here. Whether we are romping through science, music, politics, technology, or feelings, we seek to leave you seeing the world anew. Radiolab adventures right on the edge of what we think we know. Wherever you get podcasts. You're listening to WNYC's podcast, featuring the best 2018 midterms coverage from our talk shows and our award-winning local newsroom. Keep in mind, some segments may be edited for length. You can find the full shows on your favorite podcast app. Across the country, there is a record number of women running for political office this year. Almost 300 women running for Congress and nearly 3,000 for state offices. WNYC's Jessica Gould reports on how one candidate in Long Island has made it easier for the rest. Luba Gretchen Shirley is chatting with voters at a park off Main Street in Bayshore. We want to talk about issues that are affecting mothers, issues that are affecting women. And She's the Democratic candidate challenging Republican Pete King in his South Shore district. And she's been holding roundtables like this every week or so. This one is all women. New moms talk about problems with maternity leave and health care. Grandmas talk about how hard it is for grown kids to find jobs and somewhere affordable to live. For too long, people have said that women's issues are are separate. They're just women's issues. But the reality is that they're family issues, that they're economic issues. She says that's why she supports progressive policies such as Medicare for All and a $15 minimum wage. King has been in Congress for 25 years. So to unseat him, she says she needs to reach across demographic and party lines. The only way to do that is to get out and talk to people from across the district. Is that your mom? That's probably my mom honking at me. Gretchen Shirley's mom pulls up in a minivan. She's been watching the grandkids, and it's getting close to bedtime. The kids, who are two and four, are melting down. Oh, no, we have crying babies. Mila, why are you crying? This is my mom. Hold on. What's wrong? As it turns out, Gretchen Shirley's kids have become a prominent part of her campaign, specifically their child care. She used to be their full-time caregiver and a consultant on global women's issues while her husband worked outside the home. But now that she's campaigning, she needs help. So last spring, Gretchen Shirley went to Washington to ask the Federal Election Commission for permission to spend campaign funds on a babysitter. With draft advisory opinion 2018-06. Naturally, she brought her kids to the meeting. And we have with us today some guests. Welcome. Ellen Weintraub is vice chair of the FEC. She said the child care issue had come up before, and the commission approved it in specific instances. But they never issued an opinion for ongoing child care expenses. And we're not creating a wholesale carve-out for child care. Still can't use campaign funds for babysitting on date night. Federal law says candidates can't put campaign funds to personal use. The new rule says you can only use the money for child care when the need arises directly from campaign activity. Weintraub said the change will make it easier for more women and men to get into politics. Younger candidates, female candidates, people of color, working class people who are perhaps more representative of the country at large. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Now, Gretchen Shirley pays $22 an hour in campaign funds for a babysitter who works about 20 hours a week. Her mom, a teacher, helps out too. The FEC can't say how many other congressional candidates are taking advantage of the new rule. But reports have popped up of women asking to do the same thing in state races in Texas, Alabama, Wisconsin, Iowa, and Connecticut. 
It's still against the rules in New Jersey, but it's under consideration in New York State and the New York City Council. Kelly Dittmar is with the Center for American Women and Politics at Rutgers University. Whenever we think about politics, campaigns, as well as our political institutions like Congress, we have to remember that they were institutions that were built without women in mind. Dittmar says Gretchen Shirley's request is emblematic of this election cycle. MJ Hagar, an Air Force combat veteran and a mom. I'm a mom, I'm a woman, and I want to be your next governor. She says more women are running and running explicitly as moms. The women this year we're seeing run are really more willing to use their gender-based experiences and perspectives as an asset to their candidacy instead of a hurdle they have to overcome to be successful. And Gretchen Shirley has enough other hurdles. King got 62 percent of the vote in the last election. He sometimes votes with Democrats and against President Trump. And he said he doesn't have a problem with using campaign funds to pay for childcare. Gretchen Shirley says she never thought the race would be easy, politically or personally. This is the least convenient thing I could be doing with a two-year-old and a four-year-old. And with that, she's back in the minivan, off to broker a bipartisan agreement between her children. I will sit in the middle with you, yes. Jessica Gould, WNYC News. Thanks for listening to Politics Brief. If you want more, visit wnyc.org slash election.